What's good, everyone? Welcome into Scout Team Sports. I am your host, Devalian, and we're kicking off my second season here in the NFL um, for uh, week one predictions and analysis. We'll get to that in a separate uh, episode, which will come out tomorrow. But uh, for today, I just wanted to go over Thursday night football. Uh, also, um, you know, some major uh, key um, changes uh, in the NFL. Of course, you know, we're talking about the new 17-game season where uh, every team has an extra game in the regular season, uh, an extra non-conference game in the regular season where the AFC will host the NFC team. Uh, and I'm likely to think that next year it will switch to where uh, the extra non-conference game will be an NFC team, every NFC team hosting an AFC team. Uh, but yeah, right now it's the AFC hosting the NFC team for the extra uh, regular season game, um, which would explain why not that many people play, not to many starters, if you notice, played in the preseason this year. Um, because they're like, well, we got an extra game. We got to be ready for the long haul on the back end. We got to be healthy if we're going to make the playoffs. We can't risk anybody getting injured. And unfortunately, the biggest one that happened in the preseason, which wasn't that much as a whole, which was good, but uh, J.K. Dobbins, the uh, starting running back who was a rookie last year who did so well for the Ravens, and you know how much the Ravens rely on the running game. On top of that, the, the main reason they let go of Mark Ingram was because they figured they were going to move forward with J.K. Dobbins, and now they don't have the, a solid number one running back for their uh, run-heavy offense. Um, but other than that, um, you know, it's unfortunate for them, but other than that, um, very few uh, major uh, injuries, um, you know, or season-ending injuries uh, that occurred in the preseason. Um, but yeah, uh, we're talking mostly everyone's back uh, in the uh, AFC West. Uh, the biggest thing um, to change was uh, Teddy Bridgewater is now the starting quarterback for the Broncos, so they should definitely be better. Uh, he's a better quarterback than um, Drew Locke. And so the Broncos, Raiders, uh, the Chargers, and, of course, the Chiefs all have a formidable quarterback now. It's just a question of, you know, who has the best team. And, of course, the Chiefs are still, uh, I believe, miles ahead of the other three. Uh, in the AFC North, uh, it's going to be a battle now that, um, you know, the Ravens don't have J.K. Dobbins. Um, is the passing game going to emerge? They still weren't able to get um, a good free agent to land uh, as far as a wide receiver in Baltimore. And so we're relying heavily on rookies and second-year guys. I don't know how much Lamar Jackson has developed a relationship with them. Um, and that, so that will that will tell itself probably pretty early. Um, so I'm not sure about the Ravens. Uh, because of that, uh, I would have to say the Browns are the, f are the favorite in my book. The Browns seem like the most complete team, uh, and uh, Pittsburgh is, is going to be hot, cold. I'm sure they, you know, always want to think that they'll, uh, the fran being the franchise that they are, they won't stay down for long. But I'm not sure about how good Big Ben is going to be. Um, their running game 
and then their defense, which was good last year, but, you know, the offense was so old that uh, I, I didn't hear any uh, splashes as far as the O-line. Did they, uh, you know, get the O-line younger and did it get better? Um, who's going to be like, I mean, is it going to be one running back or running back by committee? Um, so I'm not just sure. There's a lot of question marks about Pittsburgh. So I'm going to have to go with the Browns being the favorite uh, in that division. With, of course, the Bengals uh, getting back Joe Burrow, which, as long as he's healthy, will be formidable. But did they get that offensive line taken care of to protect him? Because if not, he gets hurt again. And you're dealing with the same thing all over again. You don't want to continuously have your franchise quarterback getting season-ending injuries. Um, so, yeah, I would say Cleveland's in the lead in the AFC North. Uh, AFC South, um, yes, you have uh, the Colts with a new quarterback. Um, and, um, oh, man, I can't remember the name. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's not going to be the Texans. Uh, it's 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 I, The Titans are... It's it's a matter of did they you know fix the defense because I'm pretty sure the offense is 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 stable at best. I'm not saying they're great, but it's stable at best with Ryan Tannehill, uh, now the new acquisition of Julio Jones, and of course AJ Brown, and then of course you've got uh, King Henry running the football. So I think even though I'm not that big on Tannehill, I think that offense will do well. I think it's just a matter of can their defense uh, come to play. Uh, and then, yeah, also trying to remember the name. Carson Wentz being the new quarterback of the Colts. Is he healthy? Can he stay healthy? Can he make better decisions than that last year that he was in Philadelphia? Because, um, yeah, you know, Philly was bad even last year, but it was just his play was just not what it was before he got injured and got that boatload of money on a contract extension, which I don't believe he should have given a quarterback the year that he gets injured or has a season-ending injury. Um, that's the same thing we have with Derek Carr. Um, so, yeah, Colts, uh, Titans, uh, Texans, definitely not. Um, so I think that um, I think that is going to be kind of um, up in the air in that division um, as far as who's going to come out on top. Uh, you know the Jaguars are going to be at the bottom, so, um, it, but you know, we'll see. I am curious to see um, consistent gameplay uh, from their quarterback. So even though they lost, they lost the running back too. Uh, I think his teammate from Clemson. So um, yeah, I don't know why I can't. My brain is off today, but that's AFC South, um, AFC East. Uh, I'm really interested to see a battle between Buffalo and uh, the Dolphins for the title. I think that uh, the Patriots will make some strides. They might knock off their division rivals, maybe split a series with them. But I don't know if they can make, uh, you know, with their running game and defense and Belichick, anything's possible. Uh, we'll see how good Mac Jones really is now that he's the starting quarterback and he's moving forward. Um, they're moving forward with Mac Jones. <clears throat> I still think that uh, Buffalo is a team to beat. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't see anybody beating them unless they just fell off the wagon and just decided to coast, uh, which they can't because they could easily get beat by either the Patriots or the Dolphins in a division game. Um, so going on to the NFC, um, 
NFC South. We'll just go ahead and get that out of the way. There's nobody touching the Bucks. Uh, nobody touching Tom Brady. They have everybody back. The only one that had to deal with the COVID protocol was uh, Indominus Su, and he's back now. Uh, so, yeah, not much else to talk about that. What? How lucky is Brady? Yeah, I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm saying it anyway. How lucky is that guy? I'll get to him. I'll get to him. No, I'm going to do it now. He's been in the AFC for so long where it was a bad division, and he basically could just write his ticket into the playoffs because the Dolphins and the Jets uh, and the Bills at the time were so bad. And now they're all good, and there's more good teams in the AFC now, and he's gone to the NFC. And in the NFC South, he has no challenge now, especially from the Saints, because Drew Brees is retired. Nor does he have a challenge from the Panthers, who just took another quarterback who had, they had Teddy Bridgewater, and I still think think Teddy Bridgewater's a better quarterback uh, than who they traded for um, in Sam Darnold. Um, and then, of course, they have the Falcons, who have always had a good offense and have no defense. Uh, so, of course, you know, the Bucks can already write their ticket to the playoffs. And then, other than that, in the NFC, name me a formidable team in the, you know, that's going to challenge the Bucks to get to the Super Bowl, other than the Packers and the Rams. That's not hard. That's not really that hard when you only really have to get past. You've already got to take it to the playoffs because your division sucks. And then you only have to deal with maybe one of two teams. Uh, I would highly doubt you have to face both. They're both are going to be high seeds in the playoffs. Maybe one of two teams in the playoffs that will actually give you a challenge. So, I mean, how easy is it for Brady for where he goes from you know, as soon as the AFC gets tough, then he gets out of there and he goes to the NFC where it's easy for him again. Uh, some people just won't, they won't see what, they won't see what I see. They won't see what's real. They they won't, they just want to say, oh, NFL is all competitive. It's the highest, highest competitive competition. Everybody's tough in the NFL. No, they're not. You know, and they're always comparing it to, other leagues and college players and stuff like that. This has been, I'm not comparing them to that. I'm comparing them to their peers. Their peers are other NFL players, other NFL teams. When you compare them to their peers, are is everybody in the league competitive? No, they're not. That's how you compare. That's how you measure football teams, football players. Anyway, let's see. We're NFC East, um... Washington football team, I like Washington football team. I just like how they are. I wish my team was like them, where all we needed was one good piece or one good quarterback, and we would be ready to go. Um, We have a a super scary fast receiver uh, in Terry McLaurin. You've got a capable running back, Antonio Gibson, and I think a couple other running backs that can help out. And then you have a solid, solid defense led by a vicious defensive end and defensive line, too. Vicious defensive ends and Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Boy, I love those guys. I wish they were on my team. And then all you got is, uh, and then you've got, you know, for all intents and purposes, um, a capable quarterback in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, there's still a reason why they only signed him to a one-year deal because they're still looking for that franchise quarterback. You don't sign him to a one-year deal if you think he's the quarterback of the future. So they're waiting on somebody. It might be a draft pick. 
because they figured they couldn't get a draft high draft pick this year, in, earlier this year in the draft, or maybe they're waiting for somebody's contract to expire, pick them up off free agency or trade for somebody when the trading is good. Um, but yeah, I still like Washington football team because Dallas is a mess um, still, and we'll get to that in a minute, uh, as well as um, the other teams in NFC, which is Philly. Uh, the Eagles, um, you know, I, I'm, 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 I feel sad for Jalen Hurts, but, you know, he's going to get his start and he's a starting quarterback. And so I hope that he does well and stays healthy through it all. And then, of course, the Giants, uh, big question mark with um, I just big question mark. Like, you know, is Saquon Barkley going to be the same after, you know, missing, you know, having a season ending injury? Um you know, is their quarterback, Daniel Jones, going to be good, you know, after having some injury issues and not finishing the entire season? And uh, what's their defense going to look like? So a lot of question marks with the Giants. Uh, but I'm still taking Washington football team to uh, win that division. Um, NFC North, of course, it's the Packers, even though I think it's going to be a little bit harder for, for Aaron Rodgers because his O-line uh, is dealing with with dealing with an injury bug, and so, um, or did they lose the old lineman to another team? I can't remember in the free agency. Uh, so it's not going to be what it was, not even last year. And I mean, he already doesn't want to be there. Everybody knows this, so I don't know how much that would affect his play. Um, because I mean, Aaron Rodgers can do what he wants to do. He didn't have to play. He really doesn't. Um. And so, I mean, that leaves the door open, I guess you could say, for another team. But, I mean, really, like, the Vikings, as far as I know, haven't changed. It's still, you know, so-so Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook, who's good. And then they got the star, what new star emerging young wide receiver and Justin Jefferson. Um, but I don't think their defense has improved. And if it hasn't, they're going to have the same issues. The Lions now have uh, Jared Goff at quarterback. To me, that's a downgrade from Matthew Stafford. Um, I don't know who else, you know, offensively or defensively they have that strikes fear to the heart of an enemy. Um, So, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, who who else is there uh, to challenge them, really? So, I, I, I just don't. This division is like it's it's so it's the same every year. It really is the same every year. Lions, Packers, Vikings. Oh, who's the other team? See, they're so insignificant. I don't even remember who it is. <laughs> who is that other team? Lions, Packers, Vikings. Oh, oh, this is bad. This is bad. I, you know, it's it's just a team I probably don't cover that much. So, and I'm just going off the rip, just in terms of what, you know, what I think is going to happen uh, in these divisions. So, I'm not, it's it's not one of those things where I was like, you know, not an in-depth analysis on this one. This is just to get the season started. And so, it's the Packers and everybody else, really. Uh, unless for some reason Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play or doesn't want to play as good or, you know, there have been often times where he just checks out of a game, you know, and doesn't want to play. Uh, so, I mean, that that could easily happen. We don't know. We never know. Um, but, yeah. And so 
we have also the NFC West, which is the most interesting because I think they're the most competitive. And um, I'm thinking that the Cardinals will be better. Um, but then it's like, okay, the Rams have gotten better with, a, I would think, a better quarterback. I'm not going to overhype Matt Stafford, but I think things will be better for him with having Robert Woods and Cooper Cup to throw to and the decent tight end in Everett. Uh, and then having a decent running game, even though the Rams lost a running back too. Um, but we'll see what they do. And then the defense on the other end, no questions there. Um, I think the biggest key is, or the biggest question is, do the Seahawks actually have a defense? We know the Seahawks have an offense. Running back by committee, Russell Wilson at the, at the, at the helm, and DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett and company. Uh, but do they have a defense and I mean just signing just having Jamal Adams is not enough so I mean if that defense comes to play then we're talking about who's gonna really win uh the NFC West but at this point um I would have to say the Rams are the favorite I would have to say the Rams are the favorite followed by the tie for second between the Seahawks and um uh the Cardinals and then the Niners in last place. I just don't think that they're ready, even though they said that they were riddled by injury last year um, and they still have a stacked team. I, I've got to see it come together. I've got to see it come together. And, of course, with the quarterback controversy, that doesn't make things any more solid. It makes them less solid. So we'll see. So getting on to that game Thursday night tonight, Thursday night football. Um, you have the Cowboys who have several, I think it was nine players total in COVID protocol. Um, you guys know my feelings on the actual rules, so I don't feel like getting into that again. Um, but with the COVID protocols and people, um, some a, a few injuries, mainly being uh, Dak Prescott, who didn't play the entire preseason. Now you say, oh, you know, earlier you said, yeah, earlier I said nobody was playing starters. Um, but, uh, Dak in particular, you know, he had the season ending, uh, ankle or knee injury last year. And, uh, this year, the main reason he didn't play or even see any preseason games was not only because everybody's saving their starters for the regular season due to an extra regular season game, but Dak also had a shoulder injury that he sustained. Um, so he didn't play. So before preseason, so he didn't, um, throw at all uh he hasn't thrown the ball in a long time I would say so it's it's we don't know how Dak's shoulder is going to be uh, we don't know how mobile he's going to be and there's too many uh Dallas Cowboys in COVID protocol where they had to miss time away from the team so um <clears throat> and the Bucks really only had to deal with Ndamukong Su and he was back a couple of days ago so I just think that this is probably going to be an easy game for the Bucks in this Thursday night football matchup to kick off the 2021-22 NFL season. Uh, the Bucks will probably blow out the Cowboys. Um, and, and then it's the thing, even if, you know, Dak is doing well and he throws for a bunch of yards and they're behind and he's going to throw a bunch of yards, he might throw for a bunch of yards, but I don't think he's going to throw for a bunch of touchdowns because I don't think the Bucks are going to allow that. So I think this is probably going to be a blowout just because the COVID protocols, we don't know what Dak's going to do. We don't know what Zeke is going to do either. 
Is he going to be the Zeke of old or is he going to be the latest Zeke? Um, so there's too many question marks to start off a season to where, you know, yes, I don't know what the Bucks are really going to be either because we don't know people. But we go off of what we've seen and what we've had and, you know, what we've learned in the latest of times, which is the Bucks have everybody back on the team. They didn't really lose anybody to free agency. They're all healthy. Nobody's dealing with COVID protocol issues other than one who they've already gotten back on the team. And the Dallas Cowboys have injuries with Zach Martin out. Uh, their key, probably their best offensive lineman. And other nine other players in COVID protocol, along with we don't know what Zeke is like, and we don't know what, how Dak's shoulder is going to affect him. So it's too many, especially for the beginning of the season, there's too many question marks with one team to where you can't trust or think or predict that they're actually going to win the football game against the defending Super Bowl champions. <laughs> and I really don't like defending. I'm saying last year's Super Bowl champions. That's the correct term. So I'm going with the Bucks easy over the Cowboys. And I will be back with the next episode tomorrow. I like to do them on the Fridays. Uh, to predict for the weekend for the full slate of games uh, coming on Sunday for week one, the rest of week one, um, and Monday Night Football uh, for week one. So this is DeValian Sports. I am your host, DeValian. Uh, DeValian Sports is my YouTube uh, channel, which I also put these uh, episodes on. Uh, as well as this actual podcast, which is Scout Team Sports. So I'm, if you ever see that on YouTube, it's Devalian Sports and also Scout Team Sports. But the podcast itself is Scout Team Sports. I am your host, Devalian, with Scout Team Sports. We'll see you in the next episode.